0: The racing, the big one, the camping, it's all just bigger at Talladega. And with a double header on Saturday and the premiere of the next-gen cars on Sunday, it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. NASCAR's biggest and baddest track is back, the Talladega NASCAR Weekend, April 23rd through the 24th. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com.
1: Join Rowdy and Kyle every Monday and Thursday night for another episode of the Rowdy Magalite Show. Sponsored by on-tire tailgate system.
2: Three, two, one, 1. start your engines.
3: Not at the track? The Hot Pass Racing Network puts you at the track with ARCA and all the major NASCAR series. From Daytona to the final checkered flag, the Hot Pass Racing Network is your inside pass. Bam! just like that we're at talladega this week weekend kyle uh welcome to the rowdy maglite show and man we're gonna tonight we're bringing it to the house we got four guests kyle and uh welcome all the way up there to PA and pa and appreciate what you what you do for us kyle
1: thanks rowdy uh, i hate to report that four-letter word it is snowing right now um got a busy week coming up. Uh, We've got four 10 sprint cars, five straight nights in the northeast. Uh, Bridgeport Wednesday night, Bloomsburg Thursday night, Williams Grove Friday night, Port Royal Saturday night, and Seelands Grove to finish it all off on Sunday. So a lot going on. I just hope Mother Nature needs to get her act together because uh, this is ridiculous, Rowdy. Um, It's mid-April, and it's snowing. I mean, the possibility is always out there but it's it's snowing at my house right now so uh hopefully hopefully this 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 goes away we can see some race cars here
3: well kyle i'm happy to report it, it looks like it's going to be a chamber of commerce weekend at talladegan give a shout out to everybody that's already there william cleek and the rest of the guys uh you know kyle one of the biggest uh Happenings in Alabama's weekend of Talladega two times a year, man, and I always say it's better than Christmas because it happens twice, Kyle. But uh, we got the new Gen car rolling into town, Kyle. Uh, we got the Arca Menard series here and the doubleheader with Xfinity on Saturday, and then the Cup race on Sunday. And Kyle, I expect a large crowd this year, like like they brought it home in, in Daytona. I mean, everywhere you looked was a sea of, of people instead of grass. And Kyle will be in Big Bill's garage Saturday, Friday and hopefully Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But I know Saturday and Sunday. So stop by and holler at us. Kyle will be live from uh, PA and, or he'll be live from a track. What, what's the chances of that, Kyle.
1: I think the chances are pretty good. Uh, Thursday night, the All-Star Circuit of Champions will be making their inaugural visit to Bloomsburg Fair Raceway. Uh, the Speedsters are also going to be on the cart as well. So um, a lot going on this week. Um, very busy time and uh, getting ready for it. So, uh, you know, I got Bloomsburg in last week, which was great. Um, you know, what a, what an honor it was to have Brad Doty calling into our show Thursday night. Um, a lot of great insight from him. And... Uh, Bristol Dirt Race is in the books, uh, the second one's in the books, so uh lot lot to talk about that as well. So um a lot going on. Uh you have Talladega this week, I have Bloomsburg Thursday night and uh, the rest of the weekends to be determined right now. But uh hopefully Seals Grove Sunday night as well. So we'll see how that goes and uh you know, we got a lot of guests on tonight. You know, we have Charlie Kroll calling in at seven ten Eastern to talk about the Arkham Art series and then at seven thirty Eastern we have dirt-modified standout Alex Jankowski from northeastern Pennsylvania calling in. Um, First-time guest on the Rowdy Magalite Show. We have played his audio before uh, when he won the Coal Cracker 72 last year at Big Diamond Speedway. And uh, he'll be on tonight, so I'm really looking forward to it.
3: And hey, Kyle. Hey, uh, didn't we kind of s- slow it down, but we really speed up to what's going on at uh, Talladega this weekend. And I've got from uh, Daga Nation... I got Corey calling back in. Corey's always, hey, listen, if you're in the infield, you got to go by Corey's. These these guys and gals over at Dagan Nation, man, what what if they put on a real event over there? It's not a show, it's an event. that happens all around them. Uh, we got Corey calling in, and then Eric Doe. Eric's been on both of these uh, guys, Kyle, have been on, numerous times to tell us what's going on in the infield around uh in the infield of Daytona Daytona Talladega and I get to see him in Daytona also uh Eric is with the uh Daga Party Crew uh Kyle and uh Dave went from North Park and brought it I think Eric will tell us what's going on he's in the infield this this time Kyle so uh we're waiting on Charlie Carral, Kyle in and Charlie's been on numerous times he's uh Guy that's going to get us up to speed on what's happening with the General Tile 200 at uh, Talladega this weekend.
1: Rowdy is always full of information, and I'm looking forward to him coming back on tonight. Uh, Got a lot, just a lot. You know, we've been doing a really good job lately. Um, Just want to say thank you to uh, Ben Stoltz at uh, Bloomsburg Fair Raceway for um, the season media credential. Uh, I'm looking forward to being there almost all year. Um, big event coming up. I know. I keep talking about it. The All Star Circuit of Champions, really big event for that track. And uh, you know, when you have guys like Tyler Courtney and Corey Elias and Zeb Wise coming in, uh, and the PA Posse as well. I mean, it's going to shaping up to be a really big event. And uh, you know, busy weekend. I know Briggs Danner, who we had on the show a few weeks ago. I know he's he's looking forward to this week. You know, uh, five straight nights of racing. So uh, there's a lot going on. Um, busy week, you know, especially if you're a, a dirt fan here in Pennsylvania. Try and get out to the track if you can. Um, can't really go wrong with any of them. Um, they're all good tracks. So uh, really looking forward to it. And, I, and one last thing before I throw it back to you, Rowdy. Mahoning Valley Speedway needs a break um, with weather. Mother Nature has just not been on their side. Um, they have been canceled three times in a row. So hopefully, hopefully this is the weekend they finally get their season going.
3: All right. Hey, Kyle, I hope so, too, but uh going to bring in our first guest for tonight. No stranger to the Rowdy Maglite Show, and that's Charlie Corral with the Arkham Menard Series. Welcome, Charlie.
4: Hey, guys. What's happening?
3: Man, just getting ready for y'all to roll in town on on Saturday. What what a way to start it off. You started with Daytona, went out to Phoenix, and now back to another super speedway at Talladega this weekend. Yeah, we've got a
4: pretty good entry list uh, being built right now. I think we'll have 34 cars, I think, on the entry list for Talladega and, you know, a lot of really good cars uh, on that list. And, um, you know, I'm expecting a, another really, uh, really exciting Super Speedway race, you know, by the time we get down to Alabama. Hopefully the weather will be all right and uh, and we'll get some racing then.
3: And Charlie, it uh, looks like the weather is going to be uh... – it's going to be Chamber of Commerce is what I'm calling for. But uh, Charlie, what what's it mean to you now that you see Arca and Xfinity racing on the same day in a doubleheader? I think it's great. Uh, it's great for uh, it's great for race
4: fans uh, first and foremost. They get you know two two good you know really good races for one ticket. It's great for us. We get a little bit more uh, added. Uh, you know, more fans in the stands and more exposure from the media. And, uh, you know, there's there, there's no downside to it as far as I'm concerned.
3: Charlie, you know, Ben, you've got a lot of time into this. And I've got a short time, but the time I've got. What's your feeling when you see kids that's raced at a young age and, and end up like Chase Briscoe racing for a, a first place at Bristol?
4: I think it's absolutely fantastic, and and Chase is uh, just a a wonderful kid, and, you know, I know it didn't quite work out the way he was wanting it to there on that final laugh, but, you know, I I really, you know, got a lump in my throat when he was down there, you know, shaking hands with Tyler and apologizing to him, and, you know, that's, that's, to me, what this deal is all about, and, you know, I understand that, you know, there's a lot on the line, and, you know, tempers can, can run hot from time to time, but it's really great when, you know, someone to me, you know, makes a mistake and they go over and say, Hey, I'm, I'm sorry that it worked out that way. And I, I was hoping you were going to win. You know, that's to me, that's what this deal is all about. And Chase is a good young man. And, uh, we are very proud. Uh, he, you know, came through this, you know, this series on his way up the ladder and uh, we're very proud to call him a champion and, uh, you know, wish him nothing but the best of luck throughout the rest of the year.
1: Hey, Charlie, you got Kyle here. Uh, my first question for you is, uh, what were your thoughts on the Bristol Dirt Race? Uh, you know, I know there was a lot going on Sunday night, but I mean, what 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 did you take out of
2: that?
4: I love the Bristol Dirt Race. Um, you know, I'm I'm going to preface this all by by saying, you know, I, I worked at Eldora for you know every truck race there, but one. And uh, I am still a firm believer that any racing that NASCAR does on dirt should be in Eldora. <laughs> but um that said, I thought the races at at Bristol were great. Um, you know, the the truck race was, was fun to watch, you know, and watching the the strategy work out for Ben Rhodes just right. Um you know, there's a lot of action in that race, a lot of uh You know, beating and banging and good side-by-side racing. And then Sunday night, I thought exactly the same. You know, it it really was a lot of fun to watch. And I thought the track held up wonderfully. Um, Yeah, just uh, a a nicely done weekend all the way around. I know the weather didn't quite cooperate on Sunday night the way that everyone kind of wished that it would. But, um, yeah, nothing uh, nothing but compliments to everybody involved.
1: My second question is a follow-up to that. Um, did, you, did you notice that the groove actually widened out uh, during the weekend, and uh, saw like drivers actually go up to the wall and try and widen it out? Did you Did you happen to catch that by any chance?
4: Well, yeah, Kyle, and I think that's exactly what the why they moved that race to the night. Um, you know, we didn't get that last year. The, the track dried out quite a bit during the day. And I think the thought was moving it to the night, you know, is going to allow it to retain some moisture and, and allow the drivers to, you know, build that groove just like it does at every, you know, every dirt track across the country throughout the course of uh, a Saturday night, you know, night of racing, you know, that you, you start at the bottom and, you know, eventually work your way all the way up to the top. and That's exactly what happened. And, you know, I have to believe that, uh, you know, everyone – uh, was was really happy with the way that that worked out.
1: My last question for you is, uh, what's 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 it looking like on the horizon for the and Nardi series? Talladega is this week, but what's what, what's the rest of the season looking like so far? Uh, I mean, like, what are, what are you looking forward to most when we do get to these races?
4: You know,
2: uh,
4: what it's looking like Kyle is, you know, we're obviously very optimistic. You know, we're we're working hard and. And you know we're hoping that we're going to see some really good car counts at you know some of these races later on in the season. But we're also realistic, and we know that it takes time. And you know we're we're you know we're working ourselves out of a, a pretty big hole here. You know the the economy is has not been our friend the last few years, and you know we had the pandemic, and you know it, it was really tough on our series. It was, and it's going to take us a while to, to get back to where we want to be, but. You know, we've had some really good entry lists at these early season races, and we're hoping that that kind of carries on. We've got some, you know, some great partners that are on board for for our short track races, you know, later on in the season. Um, we, we've been making those announcements, you know, uh, already a couple uh, so far in the last week or so, and we've got, you know, probably six or seven more to come. Um, you know, our Menards Vendor Partner Announcements, uh, keep an eye out for those. Um, you know, that, that tells me we're doing a pretty good job. You know, the the corporate side of things is still pretty engaged in what we're doing, and that's good. We just, you know, we need to find a way to get these folks, um, you know, with, with race cars sitting in the garage back out to the racetrack, and, you know, we're working on it. Uh, it's, it is. It's a process, but, you know, I, I think you're going to see some, some results on uh, those efforts, and you know, we've we've seen some really nice progress with things out on the west coast the last couple of years, um, from where we were in 2020 to where we are in 2022. Um, it's been a, a dramatic change, and you know, I, I think we've got our work cut out for us with the east. We know that we're 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 not shying away from it, and uh, the same thing here on the on the national tour. You know, we're working hard to. To convince some of these folks to come out and, and join us, and, uh, and we've had some, some solid results to, the, to that hard work to this point. So we're just going to keep doing what we're doing, and you know, hopefully, we get a little help from Mother Nature and, uh, and go out and, and have a good, solid season.
3: Charlie, will you get a chance to go across and check out Red Farmer Racing?
4: Uh, I doubt it. I actually have the uh,
3: West race to work
4: on Saturday night, so I'm going to be I'm going to be a pretty busy guy.
3: Charlie, where could they keep find out more about the Arca Menard series?
4: Give us a follow at Arca Underscore Racing on Twitter, and uh, check us out online at ArcaRacing.com.
3: Charlie, always, man. Appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing you. and Tell the, the family hello for us. You got it. Appreciate it, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Charlie.
1: Thanks, Charlie. You got it. Yeah. All
3: right. Uh, Kyle, Charlie Crow from the
0: Arkham Nards Series. Uh. The racing, the big one, the camping, it's all just bigger at Talladega. And with a doubleheader on Saturday and the premiere of the next-gen cars on Sunday. It's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. NASCAR's biggest and baddest track is back, the Talladega NASCAR Weekend, April 23rd through the 24th. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com. And it's
3: happening right now. Hey, listen, plenty of time. You need to get on in there. They got tickets. Come on, get them. Kyle, it's going to be, I'm telling you, I expect a a probably largest one pre, larger than pre-COVID. Everywhere else, Kyle, has
1: been crowded. Rowdy, the attendance has been really good. Um, You've seen it at the dirt tracks in Florida. Uh, Those places were packed. And uh, I'm hoping, hopefully we get the same thing in Pennsylvania here. You know, some big races coming up, like I mentioned. Uh, Five nights of 410 sprint car racing starting Wednesday night. So uh, big, big show at Bridgeport Wednesday night. The the Invasion of the Posse 410 sprint car event, 7,500 to win. Christopher Bell is showing up to drive for Swindell Speed Lab. Um, He is scheduled to be there. And then we got Thursday night with the All Star Circuit of Champions. I'm really interested to see how the posse does against the All Stars, especially there. Um, you know, we've not had a, a, a winged four ten sprint car event in Bloomsburg yet, so uh that's that's something that, that'll be a first for the racetrack. And then Friday night, uh the All Star Circuit of Champions goes to Williams Grove Speedway for another race. And then uh Saturday the Keith Keith Kaufman race with the All-Star Circuit of Champions, 10,000 to win, big race coming up, and then we got the Ray Tilly Classic on Sunday night for the 410 Sprint Cars at Sealands Grove Speedway. Uh, Sealands Grove not really kind to Mother Nature uh, lately, or Mother Nature hasn't been kind to them. Uh, Saturday they got rained out at about four o'clock Eastern, and then uh, just, you know, the, the, the weather hasn't been the greatest here, like I mentioned, it has not been that good here. But um, we're hoping, it, you know, fingers crossed. It hope it gets better, and uh, hopefully we can we can see some racing. because I, I have, you know, going to Bloomberg Thursday night was a treat, you know, to be there to cover that race and uh, get as much content as we did for RowdyMagbike.com, and uh, hopefully we get you'll get more of that this week, especially when I'm there. Um, you know, they like what we're doing, and I'm gonna keep doing it. You know, um, I've poured my heart and soul into these dirt tracks the last two years, and it's only gonna continue. So. I'm glad that, uh, you know, we can get to these tracks, and, you know, they're not far, you know, they're within an hour and a half or so of me, so most of them, so uh glad for that, and uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this week.
3: Well, Kyle, uh, I'll go, I'm leaving, Thur- I should be over there by dinner on Thursday, and uh, hopefully by Friday I can. We'll start Friday afternoon. We'll start having some some stuff put together to put out. But uh, Saturday is going to be that's going to be a an eight, get up and get moving eight o'clock early. Man. Rowdy, I
1: know you're a morning person and you're up at like five thirty every day, so I'm not surprised.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: but it's going to be uh, that's probably going to be
3: a two uh, eight mile. Adventure right there all in the day. Hey Kyle, before we get any Father, I, w- I just wanted to open this up with this. But my like to wish my son Bard happy birthday today. Uh, it has fell on his birthday. Actually, what when he turned sixteen, it it fell right on a Saturday night on the book, actually on Speedway Boulevard. What a night! Before before uh iPhones, or I could have showed you a video of it. Hey, Kyle, i like, it it, like
1: it's uh What were you going to say, Rowdy?
3: I thought, I just wanted to mention again that we'll be in Big Bill's garage on Saturday and Sunday, so uh, stop by and holler at us.
1: Rowdy, I know one day I'll make it down there. I don't know when yet, but, uh, you know, I just I do want to mention, too, um I know we, we didn't really talk about this yet, but uh there is no practice for the Xfinity and Cup series this weekend at Talladega. It's just qualifying and the race. The Arkham Menard series will be practicing uh for the General Tire two hundred on Friday. And uh it's good that they'll get some track time out there. Um, I think Corey is coming back this week and got a few other you know, Drew Dollar is gonna be back for Colblish Motorsports. Uh I know he's a he's a he's a heavy hitter when you go to this the Daytona and Talladega tracks, the super speedway races. And, uh, you know, we're going to have some heavy, you know, some. I think Venerini's probably going to be the ones to beat again. Um, when we do go to Talladega. Um, you know, they were good last year. Corey Heim won both Daytona and Talladega. And Corey Heim just put on a clinic in the Daytona race. Uh, just, you know, him and Parker Chase just lined up and nobody could pass them. So, uh, you know, I, I, I expect we might see the same thing come Saturday, but they're going to have to gang up on those Venturini cars, Rowdy, I I don't know I mean, it's it's been tough but, uh, you know, those Venturini's just really strong at those racetracks, especially those super speedways, and uh, you know, you have, you know, Corey Heim and, and Parker Chase probably back in those two cars, and, you know, Tony Breidinger, I know she'll be back in the 25 so, uh, you know they're going to be fast again, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised one bit, you know, we go to Talladega and you see one of those cars at the top of the speed charts uh you're absolutely right, Kyle. I mean, they put a lot
3: into it. Uh they, they, we've been through the shop there and everything is the way it's supposed to be. Uh to get to the top. He's got they've got every all the pieces to get to the top. I mean uh five consecutive Daytonas. That that's that's pretty impressive, Kyle
1: but they've been the cream of the crop for the last few years, and I, I, I just don't see it them not winning, you know, I, I think it's going to be tough to beat them on Saturday, and uh, you know, you, you do have, you know, Drew Dollar with Kyle Bush Motorsports, I know he'll be a factor, um, I, know, I don't know if the entry list is out yet, I know Charlie was, was kind of teasing it a little bit there, but um interested to see how it's going to play out, um, you know, it's a day race, they're going to be running before Xfinity, so... Um the doubleheader is back on Saturday. Uh two good races, the General Tire two hundred and also the three hundred mile race for the NASCAR Xfinity series. So uh dash for cash too. I almost forgot about that, you know, um all that craziness from Martinsville, um, you know, uh guys like uh Landon Castle, Brandon Jones, uh, going for the for the hundred thousand um, dollars. I I know that was kinda overlooked in the whole Ty Gibbs Sam Mayer thing, you know, it was Landon Castle finishing second in Martinsville, uh getting the dash for cash and you know, some good some good vibes for that team because the ten car did win the race last year with Jeb Burton, so uh I think that's kinda good, you know, colleges always strong on, on, on the super speedways, you know, it doesn't matter if it's AJ Allmendinger or Justin Haley, whoever, um, you know, they're gonna be strong and they're gonna be hard to to, to beat, especially when we come to talladega on saturday
3: oh kyle you know you you wait on racing season and then you get to daytona and then i i I, i'm bad about at daytona calling it talladega and then right reverse but the two big speedways right off the bat in the arca series plus phoenix uh you get it all over and then ended up in a, on a short track at Toledo. And that was the only thing. that That's what I wanted to ask Charlie what it meant to have the championship back at Toledo. Because I know he's a Toledo man.
1: Rowdy, I am too. I'm glad Toledo's back on the schedule. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we can see, you know, that's coming back. You know, in October, a great way to end the, end the year. And uh, I'm glad that we're back. I'm glad it's back you know, Toledo being the season finale. Um, Kansas is not a bad place to end the year either. Um, you know, especially when you have the, the the general tire super Speedway challenge um on the line. Uh you know, so um you know it's been it's been it's been a crucial race. Uh, you know, Kansas has always been an important one for the Arkham Menards series. They're there twice this year and uh, you know, we got Talladega coming up, so uh, I know this. This is kind of the part of the season when they'll be they'll be everywhere. You know, there will be a short track, super speedways, the dirt later in the year. And I know we got Pocono on July 22nd uh, for the general tire hashtag anywhere is possible 200. Uh, Rowdy, just so you know, I know it's a little early, but there has not been a single repeat winner in the ARCA Menard Series of Pocono since 2006. So, uh, interested to see the, the, the see if the trend can continue. Um, I don't think Corey Heim is scheduled to run that race right now, so he won last year. I'm pretty sure Jesse Love is going to be in the 20 car. Uh, He'll be old enough to run that race, so uh, we got a lot, Rowdy, especially when you come here to Pennsylvania here in July. Uh, We got a lot planned, and I'm really looking forward to uh, the rest of the year, you know, especially hopefully Mahoning gets in this week. I know I mentioned it earlier, and that... you know, I, I feel bad for Dino and those guys. You know, I, I just want them to get a race in and you know get the season going because uh, you know when when you're up against Mother Nature this time of the year, it's definitely no fun.
3: Uh, it's it's tough. That's that's the downside of being a promoter. You know, because it costs a lot of money to move a race, and not not to put it on. To virtually spend all the money and lose the race. I mean, that's basically what it is.
1: Yeah, that's what's tough, you know. Uh, that's what's tough this time of the year. You know, like I said, it's been snowing here today. supposed to get like three to five inches of snow overnight. Uh, definitely not a good sign, but uh, just hoping it clears up by then. And I think, it's, I think my dad told me today it's supposed to be 75 on Thursday. So, you know, I, I think we're going to kick this snow pretty quick, and uh, hopefully Bloomsburg gets in. You know, uh, that Bloomsburg race, that it was up in the air last week. You know, the weather wasn't the greatest. But thought uh, Mother Nature did cooperate, and we did get the races in. Uh, you know, I know I didn't really get to talk about it much. Uh, the USAC East Coast Sprint Cars, they ran two 15-lap features. Alex Bright led every lap of the first one, and uh, Briggs Danner won the second. Uh, it was really interesting, Rowdy, because uh, the USAC East Coast Sprint Cars, they had an overall winner that night. And uh, Alex Bright finished first and third in the in the two feature races and had the best overall finish, so he got the overall win. And uh, the URC, the United Racing Club sprints, also on hand. The 360 sprints at Bloomsburg Fair Raceway. Uh, Mark Smith got the win. Uh, started sixth, uh, had to work his way up, work his way up through the field. And uh, you know, Mark Smith is no slouch when it comes to the dirt tracks. Uh, I know he runs the 410 sprint as well. So uh, just a lot going on around it, you know. It's, this is a good time of the year, you know, especially, you know, when Mother Nature's cooperating, everything's fantastic. But, man, when it's not, it's not. So uh, hoping uh, we get some races in this weekend. And I know we have Alex Jankowski calling in soon, and uh, we get, to, we get he, can, he can tell you, too, it's snowing at his house as well.
3: Man, Kyle, don't even <laughs> – I don't even want to think about it. Snow. Uh now <laughs> it's been, it's been crazy weather, Kyle but uh not no snow. No, sir.
1: Yeah, Rowdy, we're we're sick and tired of it already. Um uh, you know, I know you think you are, winter's man. over with, but it's not. Um it's mid A it actually it's it's actually past mid April, so um it's just, uh, you know, and I also want to say uh, Big Diamond did get their, their opener in last week. Uh, it was good to see them finally get it in. Uh, Jeff Strunk got the opening night win. Um, big guy on the dirt modifieds, you know, he always runs well there, and, uh, you know, to have him win that race. Uh, Grandview Speedway uh, got hot laps in, and then it started to rain, so uh, they didn't get any luck, but... Uh, you know, we there's just a lot going on right now, and you know, hopefully, hopefully, Mother Nature can cooperate this week. I know that's not that's not the whole topic, but uh, it just seems like it's all it's been is, is PA tracks have been fighting the weather the last two weeks, and uh, you know, so. And one last thing I want to I want to do before I throw it back to you, Rowdy. Um, just want to talk about Buddy Kofoid quick. Um, ran a high, as high as fourth in the truck race. Uh, saturday night for kyle bush uh spun out late um it was just a rookie mistake but uh you know he did win at lincoln speedway back on april 9th in the 410 sprint his first win in central pennsylvania in a 410 sprint car and uh you know just good to see uh see see somebody who's been you know who's had success on the pa dirt tracks do well in nascar
3: well kyle uh, yes absolutely uh Alex, he's been. I mean, you're talking weather. I mean, he's uh, not getting the seat time that he wants, I guess, and that's what all drivers, regardless what series, need seat time.
1: He does, and you know they do run Big Diamond Speedway every week, and also Bridgeport Speedway. Those are the two tracks the Yankowski's race at and run for points. So, um, just a, just a, a colorful career he's had so far. Um, still just so young um I, I know we talk about youth a lot um just for him to you know to do what he 's doing right now um i know we're going to I have some a few good questions to ask him here shortly and uh you know rowdy really looking forward to having him on tonight uh never had him on the show before uh live so um really looking forward to it and uh you know like like Kenny Bruce said last week um you know, der modified racing is big in the Northeast, and you know these these teams show up every week. You know, we're talking about Billy Pouch Jr. Um, you know, he's running he's running the USAC East Coast Sprint Corps at Bloomsburg last Thursday, and then Friday night he's in the modified at Big Diamond, and then Saturday in the in the modified at Bridgeport. So, um, it 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 is a big following around here, and uh, definitely uh, definitely uh, interesting to see you know who's going to come away with all the wins.
3: Yeah, Kyle. Well, uh, hopefully that's weather's going to break so you can get back to racing. You, you and your dad got to go this past weekend to uh, get back to racing a little bit. What?
1: Rowdy, it's good to have my dad. Uh, you know, go to the local short tracks. You know, he went. He's been to Pocono and Watkins Glen so many times, and. Finally, to get him to go to some of these local dirt tracks has been cool. You know, he got to go to Grandview Speedway last August with me for the All-Star Circuit of Champions, and, uh, you know, he was with me opening night at Bloomsburg. Um, you know, and, and the fair, uh, I just want to talk about the fair quickly. You know, the fair has has had an impact on our life. Uh, we, we Pennsylvania doesn't really have a state fair, per se, but the fair, the Bloomsburg fair, that is that is like the uh, the head honcho of fairs in Pennsylvania. Um, it's big. Um, it's a whole week. And uh we were originally gonna see some racing on Fair Weekend but uh unfortunately it uh, didn't work out. But uh, you know, a lot for them coming up uh for the uh for Bloomsburg Fair Raceway. Um, you know, it's it's good to be at these tracks. I hope to get the ceilings grow Sunday night, that's another one. And uh hopefully uh we uh get that in.
3: Yes, sir. Uh, we got Corey with Dega Nation. He's calling in at 745, Kyle. So uh, we, we're just waiting on Alex now. Uh, Corey, they put on, listen, Dega Nation puts on one heck of a show, man. They have live music. Uh, it's just one big tailgate party, I guess you call it, Kyle. It's the same thing as Red 38 with Bill. That's uh, somebody else I've got. Kyle. You know, we're going we'll probably have another show Wednesday night just to cover everybody that that we want to try to get on the show. I mean, you know, I'd like to get we, we've got we got Thomas Frater. I want to try to get on it. We need to get. I mean, there's there's about six other drivers that I'd I, I'd like to get on before. Well, if we don't get them on, we can get them back on Friday, but maybe Friday when they start showing up Saturday morning early.
1: Yeah, Rowdy, I, I know you and I have been uh, up against Thursdays a lot, you know, with it being a travel day for a lot of people. Um, hasn't really worked in our favor, but we're working on it. But, uh, yeah, um, yeah, it's it's been tricky at times, but we have made it work. Um, you know, we've had some really great guests on lately. Like I mentioned, Brad Doty. Uh, on Thursday night, uh, former sprint car driver, World of Outlaws commentator, uh doing TV a lot, you know, and, and you know, and I, I did tell a lot of my dirt friends about that. Um they do of course know who Brad Doty is. And uh you know, how many uh, you know, just bringing television coverage of the World of Outlaws to everybody everywhere. Um you know, during the TNN and Speed Days and uh just uh to have him on was such an honor. And I'm glad that uh Glad he was able to come on. You know, uh, I know you know you know, Rowdy. You and I have been talking. You know, we've had a lot of great guests lately, and I, I don't I don't expect that to slow down anytime soon. Uh, you know, there's just a lot going on, a lot going on here in the Northeast now, and with uh, with racing season now in full swing. Uh,
3: yeah, Kyle. I mean, we're we're up against it now. Uh, down, you know, in, in my directions in the South, it's uh, trees are blooming out. Life's good. I spent the day on the lazy river. Oh, what a beautiful place today, Kyle. I mean, from the hustle and bustle of Orlando for four days, and then drop into the absolutely what's really nature meant for you to see—the water bubbling out of the out of the mountain. Well, hill. There's no mountains in, in Florida, but it was a big hill with. I think it said twenty-two thousand gallons boiling out of there within a minute, and it makes a nice little quick ride down a lazy river, and you just walk back and do it again, and the water is clear and cold. Rowdy? All right, Kyle. Frank, first Rowdy, guest uh, our second I'd, guest.
1: All right, Rowdy. Uh, I'd like to uh, introduce our next guest on the Rowdy Maglite Show, first-timer here on the show. Uh we have Dirt Modified standout Alex Yankowski, Alex Yankowski calling all the way from Northeastern Pennsylvania not too far from me so welcome to the show.
5: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: Alex, let's talk a little bit about your racing career. Um how did you get into racing and uh you know what 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 kind of gave you the bug to get started?
5: Uh it was a family deal. Uh my grandfather and his brother Frank um they, they got a car,
3: uh, I forget what year it was
5: exactly, um, somewhere in the 60s, and uh, they spent $84 on it, and uh, that's what they numbered it, and, and they raced a little bit, and then everyone kind of got busy. Uh, most of my grandparents got drafted for Vietnam, um, and they kind of stopped racing for a little bit, and then they came back, and they started getting back into it, um, and then it just kind of bud through the generation uh, with, with my father. Uh, and his brother and his uncle, um, and and now here I am.
1: Alex, you had a really big win last year at Charlotte, the dirt track at Charlotte during World Finals. Um, I I know it's I, I know uh, we had we had Scott Walsh at the EMPA convention um, talking about it. Um, you know the circumstances and everything, but but how, can you just explain the the magnitude of that win? You know of of being on the stage with everybody else. And grabbing that, that Super Dirt Car Series victory there?
5: Um, I mean yeah, I think it was uh probably the best one of my career. Um and and really I think that was just a reflection of of how good my program is. Uh, me and Kevin Bates have been working really, really hard. Uh and we got some good help, uh, with with Petey and Brucey and, and Ryan now. Um we really have elevated ourselves uh better and better every year. Um and really, I think it just showed how the hard work and kind of trying to be smart about all the moves that we make.
1: Before I throw you to Rowdy, uh, can you just talk a little bit about your season this year? I know you're running Big Diamond every week, Bridgeport again. Uh, I mean, what what is it about those tracks that, that your team and yourself like like about it?
5: Um, I mean, that's kind of where we got started about the good runs. Um, we're going to run a- – Hit my schedule at Bridgeport this year, um, and then really I ended up committing to Utah just to try and get some slick track experience.
3: Uh, Alex, you got rowdy here. Uh, Alex, you're rookie of the year at, at two tracks. Uh, that's that's pretty impressive. You're rookie of the year, at big diamond and what five mile point Speedway. Uh, for yeah. young man, that's that's pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, again, I think it's just a reflection
5: of, uh, of the people around me. Um, that, that's really it. I mean, you are with, who you hang with, um, and I just got some, uh, smarter and wiser people around me <laughs> than me. So that kind of, uh, makes me who I am.
3: Well, you, you had 13 wins that year. So, uh, you, you right. know what it's like, you know, you know how to take it to the, uh, to win a circle. Uh, they was... Three series you raced in the go karts, and then what was your next move up from go karts?
5: Uh, we ran go karts, then we ran uh, slingshots. Uh, the shot slingshot, Spires. exactly.
3: Um, Alex, what is a? I've seen that the slingshot. Exactly, what kind of little car? What kind of cart is that?
5: Um, it's kind of a half uh,
3: to a quarter. I guess more of a half uh,
5: size of a modified. Um, that Richie Tobias made. Uh, obviously, the Tobias family is pretty well-known r- name in racing of uh, the Northeast. Um, and, and he kind of came up with it, and it was kind of like a from go-karts to, to modifieds, there was no in-between, right? And that's a, that's a really big jump. So um, the slingshot's just a car uh, with a little Briggs & Stratton, like lawnmower-like engine, with some golf cart yeah. looking tires on it. And, um, and and it's really good. Uh, I think there's been a lot of, Good runners that came out of it: uh, Damon Ball, Jared Labas, Tyler Pete, um, Anthony Perego, uh, Tyler Jeff and some. So it's just a good in between from real karts and modifieds.
3: Well, I've seen you win on dirt at Charlotte. Uh, I was there, man. Uh, Alex, oh, what's nice. it, what What's it like when you're coming back off the track and then you look down in the valley at the mass of of competition that that you could be up against? It?
5: Um, I wasn't really nervous for whatever reason that whole weekend. Um, I think at the end of the year we always seem to get some momentum, which which I I hope we keep getting going every year. Um, we just uh, we we're on a roll. Um, and really we're just pretty confident in one another um, and what we're able to do. At the end of the the day, everyone's just a bunch of humans that you know no one's no one's perfect. Um. And we're just strapping ourselves in a piece of metal trying to go around in a circle quicker than one another. So, um just trying not to overcomplicate is the biggest
3: thing. Well, uh let's talk about uh the people that help you get to the track, Alex, every weekend.
5: Yeah, um we got a lot of good products. I'm working a lot with Bill Shocks. Um the Valco wheels have been a big move uh the last year or so. Um and really, people. Uh, my father uh, has done a really good job putting me and Kevin Bates in charge uh, with Petey and Brucey and Shane uh, helping out and, and kind of keeping the wheels moving. Um, just just good people. Um, we have uh, Wilcox uh, Construction coming on board for you to come on Friday nights, which is huge. Um, and we got the Wallace family from Delaware helping us out a little bit, which is big. Um, and our buddy Steve from NEP, he's been helping us out big time also. So um we just got a lot of good people that are for willing to throw in a hand to help out.
1: Alex, uh it's Kyle again, I just wanna say again, thank you for coming on tonight. Uh you know, I I've 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 watched your career the last few years. Um, you know, winning that race at Charlotte was huge for you and uh, you know, I I can't thank you enough for being on tonight. Uh you know, so you said uh, you mentioned the rest of your season. You know, uh, I mean, is there anywhere else you're looking to run? Maybe I know. I know you ran Orange County a few weeks ago. I mean, is there any other racetracks that are on your horizon for the season?
5: Um, no. I mean, I kind of everywhere to be honest with you. I'm looking to travel a little bit this year, and uh, and I I signed the Super Dirt Car Series contract, so that can take me to a lot of places I've never been before.
1: Well, Alex, uh, it was a pleasure to have you on tonight. Um, thanks again for coming on, you know, being being from my area, you know, growing up there. Uh, hopefully this weather cooperates and uh, we can see you on the racetrack here soon.
5: Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks, Alex. Thanks,
0: thanks
3: Alex. Man. Thank you. Bye.
0: The racing, the big one, the camping, it's all just bigger at Talladega. And with a doubleheader on Saturday. And the premiere of the next gen cars on Sunday. It's just gonna keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. NASCAR's biggest and baddest track is back. The Talladega NASCAR weekend, April twenty third through the twenty fourth. Get your tickets now at TalladegaSuperspeedway.com. Zoom, zoom.
3: All right, Kyle got Alex. Uh bright future in dirt there, man, I'm telling you.
1: Rowdy, he is super talented, and, uh, you know, to win on a stage like Charlotte and, you know, having all the success he's had, you know, that, that win last year at the, in the Coal Cracker 72 just basically destroyed the field, um, just the dominant car all night, and uh, really, really put it to the field that night. So um, he definitely has a bright future ahead of him, and uh, I know, uh, you know, he's, he has a lot of supporters. I know he's a big fan favorite as well. And, uh, you know, the, the youth is definitely on his side, um, you know, with all the racing he's had so far. You know, at such a young age, is just amazing. So, um, definitely good to see somebody from, from my area having as much success in racing. Uh, it's definitely neat to see. And, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to seeing him race the rest of the year.
3: Uh, Kyle, uh, hopefully I'll get to see him again at Charlotte when, uh, in the, the World Finals down there. That, I'm telling you, that if you hadn't done that, somebody that has not done that, that that needs to be on your bucket list because they packed the house there. I mean, I, I got there, and I'm like, it's across the street from Charlotte Speedway, and they're filling the house over here. Somebody's not getting the memo. Yeah, they put on some great racing, Kyle. Uh, Randy LaJoy does the hospitality tent, and we're guests of, the, of them. and Great, great weekend at it's, it's Charlotte and Dirt, man. I'm looking forward to that. It. I, I, that was a great race. All, those, all the races were good. The weather was perfect. And like I said, Kyle, when you come out of there and you look to the left when the drivers are coming off that track and look to the left, make that turn, and there is all those race cars down in that valley. I guess at the end Brody, of the race, not... Kyle, Kyle, I guess at the end of the race, they go down there and get the dirt to bring it back up because I'm telling you, they they spend a lot of time cleaning those cars to try to get the dirt out in between races.
1: Brody, Brody, there's Kyle. a lot of preparation that takes place for those races. lot of track prep.
3: Yep. Yep. So, Kyle, what do you think about the end of Bristol race? We had Kyle Busch kind of sneaking in there and grabbing it at the end because Chase Briscoe and Kyle Reddick was racing for the race and kind of lost it in both them second and what. I think Chase finished 23rd.
1: Yeah, Rowdy, and and Tyler Reddick almost won the race uh, after spinning out. He actually got it going, and uh, Kyle Busch beat him to the line. So uh, it was definitely closer than it was for sure. And, uh, yeah, the Bristol Dirt Race, I know the World of Outlaws, the Sprint Cars and the Late Models will be there next weekend. Uh, Yes, Kyle Larson is running both. He's already announced that, and uh, he'll be doing double duty between there and Dover. So I know he'll, he'll be busy um yeah it was a crazy race last night or excuse me sunday night and uh you know the truck race you know i know we talked about earlier uh the groove widened out um that was something a little bit different than last year is you know it was kind of a one groove racetrack but uh the groove did widen out uh we saw that in practice and uh you know in the race too uh you know they weren't just on the bottom the whole night they were on the top trying to find the, the, the fastest way around that place and uh, it was just good to see uh, good to see good racing again. Good to see the heat races. Um, the whole passing points I'm still confused about, but I kind of understood it. You know, I guess they they did like a point system for the heat races to determine the lineup for the, the Bristol dirt race. So uh, I'm glad they got the heats in this year. Um, that was something they they weren't able to do last year. Uh, Mother nature did not cooperate that well with Bristol. Uh, they ran they went, they wound up running the race on Monday Monday day and uh now that you know they have the night race coming in um i i don't know if the event's going to return or not we don't know yet um but uh definitely uh good for nascar to be on dirt you know i i feel like that's always that's always been a missing aspect from the series uh to have a dirt race and now that we have a dirt race at bristol um you know laying out the dirt like they did 20 years ago um now it's back so uh Definitely good to see these cup cars on on dirt because uh, I feel like it it, it, it kind of levels the playing field a little bit too. Um, I I think you know we saw Daniel Suarez lead a lot Sunday night. Um, he stayed out under the one caution and uh, you know they really got a got a big thing. So uh, thought for a while, David Suarez was going to win that race. You know, rain was in the area, and uh, kudos to NASCAR and Bristol Motor Speedway for getting the whole race in.
3: Uh, Kyle, I'm telling you, uh, I'm so glad we finished that without rain. I mean, it it meant so much to end it under a green flag and not being throwed. And it could have been throwed easy, but the weather kept easing up. And uh, guys, hey, kudos to the track. Hey, they worked their fannies off to get that race in on Sunday night. Hey, and Kyle. We got the news tonight. We're not gonna give it to' them thursday night we we know tonight who won it so uh I'm just glad we got it in,
1: yeah, Rod. I you know a lot of people were were kind of relieved after that race uh you know with with how much preparation for the track that had to be done um you know especially with the with being up against the weather uh you know, it didn't look like they were going to get the whole race in at one point, but uh, I know there was a lot of confusion last night. I think there's some things NASCAR can work on with that, but I think they can they can fix that for if they do have the race next year. Um, so I, I think there, like I said, some things can be worked on, but you know, it's always it's always a work in progress.
3: Well, hey, I'm going to bring Eric Doe with the party, the Dega party crew in here. Hey, Eric, Corey's running late. I know he's in Louisiana. He's probably, you know his pain. He's probably trying to get the last thing double checked to make sure he didn't forget it. But how you doing, Eric? I'm good, Riley. How are you, buddy? Man, I, I'm absolutely fired up and ready. I've been out in the water today down here in Florida and just hanging out. And what better way to get ready than the, the quiet and tranquility of resting in water to going to the super speedways of Talladega and staying up late and fellowshipping. Tell us what you got going on, Eric. You went from the North Park into the infield? Yeah, so uh, pulling a fast one there,
6: you know, my wife Candy and I, we've been talking and thinking about it, and we had decided after the last race that we were ready to try something different, try something new, Uh the infield's been kind of a bucket list idea for me for a while now, and she was on board with it, so here we go. We're going to Orange. Um, going to stay in the Orange section. Got a lot going on over there. Uh, the majority of the crew has decided to go to the infield, so we'll have you know myself, uh, Kelly Thomas, uh, Jeremy Cooper, Wendy Tracy Mastranas, Shane Morrell, Stephanie Morell. Uh, my wife, we got a super special guest with us all the way from the United Kingdom. Mr. Bob Doohig is returning to Talladega and staying with us. Um, I mean, we're just, we're going to go in and have a great time. i uh, helping out with Corey and Herman and all them of at the Daga Nation. We got planned for, uh, we are one of the poker run stops. Going to have a good time over there, enjoying all that, uh, you know, help him out with a couple of other things that I'll let him go into on um, what Degu Nation's planning. Uh, you know, looking forward to hanging out with all the guys over at Tip Jar. You know, you got Boone and Eric Garrett's in and everybody over there. Just I mean I'm looking forward to having a fun, relaxing, good time changing it up going to field this year.
3: Well, what about, hey, uh, Eric, we got the big one back on the boulevard, man. That that's We've we've been down and out with that, what, that three years? It yeah, it's been us. about
6: three years now. So yeah. it'll, be, it'll be fun to have that back.
3: Uh, hey, I'm telling you, uh, I've got some ARCA drivers hooked up with Boone, and Boone's going to be taking them out. And I know Willie Mullins is one of them. Uh, he's going to be taking around on Friday night.
6: Well, uh, I don't know what time they
3: got. They're getting out, but uh, Eric, yeah,
6: I, I've got to say, them guys are in for a treat, and better be ready for a
3: whole bunch of hugs
6: from a big shorty dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I,
3: I told them what they're in store for. They better be. They better like hugging.
6: <laughs> well, they, they better be ready for a hug. You have to mentally and physically prepare yourself for a Boone hug. And boy, let me tell you, it don't get no better.
3: Let's see. I think I got... Hey, uh, everybody, I'd like to bring in to the the Rowdy Maglite show from Dagon Nation, Corey Him. How you doing, Corey? Corey Himel. How you doing, Corey?
7: Oh, man. been a rough couple of weeks but uh we are uh, we you know getting ready just packing up and uh I lost track of time just now apologize but uh just uh trying to get ready for the the big week man I'm, everybody's excited it got uh sounds like we got a sold out crowd sold out infield um and
3: just can't wait you know Corey, it takes you know. If it, it, my wife would look at me at the end of the week and go, "Is this really worth all of what you do?" And I look at her and says, "Absolutely." And it's going to be bigger and bigger, better next year. But it, it it takes a lot to get a show going, and and especially try to not forget the key parts of the puzzle. There, how long does it take you to once you start prepping for Talladega? Well. We try to make it re- easy every year. Uh,
7: we, uh, you know, obviously we got two big trailers. We got a cooking trailer and we got a big, a big 40 foot trailer, and we load it down. And you know, it's it really starts when we get home because when we get home, the first thing to do next week is we got to clean that trailer out and we get it all ready for the next race. We take an inventory of what we we had, what we now have, and then we move forward. And then it, it's on to basically getting all the spots together obviously we have 20 spots and we have to start getting all that together and then when it gets closer uh then we really got to regroup again and find out about our 20 spots and make sure we got people with, with people going and um then we got to just you know start working on all our food and then our events um we um, we work we work on what we're going to do as far as uh entertainment you know this year we have a We have a band on Friday night. We have a band on Saturday night. Two separate bands. So, um, you know, we got to get that together and and go from there. I um, so we try to, you know, got to get all that together, and 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 that's a that's a big task because we got to see where they're gonna, how they're getting in, how they're gonna sleep, where they're gonna go, how long, you know. So all that is is a big thing, and then um, working on, you know, getting all the alcohol, all our T-shirts, and all our all. Our stuff, making sure we, um, you know, have our bartender straight and get, get it, It's just it's a it's a lot of preparation. Um, you know, this year we have a really good lineup. Uh, so on Thursday night we do our little moonshine party, and um, we you know everybody gets together and we throw the moonshine around and, and have a really good time tasting that. And people a lot of people bring their moonshine. We we bring our moonshine from uh, Sugarland. And then um, so then we have that little gig. And then on Friday this year, we're doing um, we do the poker run uh, and then, uh, you know, the, make a little money from that. And then we, and we use it on our, our, our kid program. And our kid program is, uh, you know, Christmas time. We all get together and we go out and we buy all these Christmas gifts and we uh, distribute them through all the, the needy families with the children um, uh, which is this year was a really big event because of the fact of, you know, the hurricane last year. So, um, that was really, really successful. And then, um, so then we got the poker run and then right after that, this year, we're doing a, uh, we're doing an auction. And with that auction, we're going to have free jambalaya. Uh, we should be able to feed close to 350 people with jambalaya, um, so that's a that's a big thing we, we had you know going out and getting all these donations and you know from different uh, different people and we have good folks with um, with lowe's uh, we have good folks with with Home Depot and then um, king cooker uh, so we got we really got some really really good price uh prizes this year um, really really nice uh, so this, that's a big thing getting all that together we have a group of about five or six guys, um, that help. And, um, you know, we all try to get together. Like we've been, we've been getting together for the last uh, couple of weekends and, um, and working just, you know, you got to get that trailer all, you know, even though we clean it when we get home, you got to clean it again. And then you got to load, you got to load it up and then you got to put it in the right places. And then, you know, get that food trailer, right. You got to make sure that's all clean because we don't, you know, we want to make sure everything is nice and clean. And our biggest thing is, man, when you show up, you know you see detonation as many places as you can, you know that's one thing we'll have flags we have we have banners, we have everything that says detonation on it and and that's what we like, and you know our biggest goal is to make our our company, our friends, our family as happy as possible it's that's the reason why we all do it we 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 just I like putting smiles on other people's faces. It's a lot of work, but it's, it's, we love when people say, wow, man, look what y'all got. What do y'all, why do y'all do it? I mean, it's, it's the story we tell every time. So, um, you know, we try to do a lot of things. We, try, we probably do a little more than we should, but we, we, we make it happen. Um, we try to feed, feed people that, that, um, that come around. We uh, you know, we try to do as much Cajun food as possible. Sometimes we we don't, you know. Sometimes we, we normally do crawfish on on race weekend for for for, um, for the October race. But being that everything's so expensive right now and hard to get and stuff like that, we, we skipped that this year. But we have a lot of other stuff in the making. Um, it's uh, it's it's a lot of work, Rowdy. I don't know.
2: Man, <laughs> but, uh, uh, we got
7: a we got a good group of people. We got a really good team and every year we uh we get bigger and bigger and um this year is um you know it, it's 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 really big we got a lot of people that are are um that are really talking about us good you know and they got a lot of other groups out there um that that are really even help us out i mean eric with um the eric doe is you know he's another organization but man he helped me this year put a band together um um uh, Tip Jaw, Eric over there. You know those guys. Uh, they help. I, we'll talk through, throughout the year and talk about things. They are helping out with the poker run. And there's there's a shot shot crew. There's a crew. There's a couple other groups of uh, people out there that that really help us out if we need it. And call. And you know, I'm in like I needed a band. One of my ba- our bands it really back, it backed out on us the last minute. Man, I, and Eric Doe he, he pulled through and got us a really really good uh, band uh, for Friday night um, I had to make some arrangements to for them to stay and we had to get you know that's that's a big thing it's a lot of work to do that you know um, a lot of communicating and, and, and it really worked out so um, I, I a lot of a lot of big shout outs to the other guys out there because there's a lot of good people at Talladega and I consider a lot of them my my family um, there's a lot of people that live in Talladega or in that area and come down here in New Orleans and stay with us. Um, so throughout the year, and, and it's, it's, we love that. And that's what we like about this whole thing. Like I like said, it's, it's family, but um, it's, uh you really can't wait. I'm telling you, it's, um I, I, I don't know, for some reason this year, I, this race, I, I just got a lot a lot of built up on me. I'm I'm ready for it. Uh my wife's birthday is on Wednesday night. When we get there, we're going to have a big party then. Um my birthday's on Friday night. Uh so I'm sure I'll have fun. But um it, it's it's um
2: yeah.
7: <laughs> you know how it is, man. You come by and 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 it's always something going on. So
2: very 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 excited this this race. hey guys you got
1: kyle here uh my first question for both of you is uh what got you into racing well i mean
7: i had a i don't know as far as the NASCAR racing um a really good friend of mine which is a partner in this Dega nation thing he um he took me to a race years ago to talladega and um I'll never forget it. Uh, we slept in the bed of a pickup truck. It was raining. Um, we, we when we got there, we we had a, got too much. We had too much to drink, and we all plan and was to stay in a tent. And uh, tent, I never forget it. Had a million pieces in it, so we decided to start drinking, and we'll put the tent late, together later. Well, needless to say, the tent never did get put together, and we had to sleep in a, in a in a bed of a truck, and uh, it all went downhill from there. And it was kind of a rain out weekend. And then, um, and I'll be honest with you, I personally haven't missed a Talladega race since then. The only race that I missed was the COVID race. And I have not missed a race then. And we was outfield, we was in the outfield uh, for many years. And we moved into the infield. And when we moved into the infield, it was just a whole never another ball game that Obviously, y'all know it's just it's a big difference. So for me, uh, getting that's how I got into the NASCAR. Um, I had I got some really good friends that are all in the NHRA, and I did a few NHRA races. I actually have done a bunch of those, and um, but I really I really like NASCAR. Um, I watch it a lot. More though, I love camping. That is the largest campground in the world, Talladega. And I love to be around the the people, and I love to entertain, and um, that's why we we here. Believe me, that's that's our big our big thing. So um, that's that's much of the the question I can answer on that one. I mean, that's what got me here.
3: Hello, Roddy, you there? Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I thought Kyle had another one. But, uh, Corey, uh tell everybody where you're located at. That, that, that's why everybody's got to find you in the infield.
7: Well, we are on Boga Boulevard, known as Nation Boulevard. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we're all the way down the end uh, in turn two. We have the um, – if you go all the way to turn two, we're on the right-hand side. You can't miss us. We have a big crowd and our crowd, um we love. We try to try to have a, a smart crowd and no problems and stuff like that. But we definitely you can't miss us. We'll have a lot of light show, laser show, um fog machines and the bands playing and always a good time down there. But um turn two. That's it. East of Boga Boulevard.
1: I had one more question for you guys. Um you know is Talladega your favorite track to go to is there another track out there that you're really looking forward that you'd like to go to well
7: we've we've been to Bristol a couple of times we've been
1: uh, we've been I've been to Daytona
7: um I've been to Atlanta been to Charlotte um I really would love to go to Michigan been to, um I've been to Watkins Glen um had a really good time with my friends up there in Watkins Glen, Twisted Dega. Uh Those are some really cool guys. They actually come down to Talladega as well. Talladega is my favorite. I mean, it's just it's big. Um, it's just it's just different. I mean, I I I really love Talladega. I'm not gonna lie. I had a really good time at Watkins Glen. Um, it was just different. Um, but uh Charlotte you know i mean they all have their, they all have their special moments they they you know Bristol was different different but Talladega's got to be my favorite i mean it's obviously my closest maybe yeah Atlanta could be a little bit further. Yeah, it's our closest but it's the biggest and the, the best and the fans are great and uh you can i just you can't beat it i mean it really is stuff it's the, it's the best trip for a week that i
3: can ever think about well- well, Corey, to me, I, and I've been to a lot of tracks, There, you're not going to find another NASCAR track with so many parties going on in it and around it in any other circuit. I don't care where you go. I don't believe you can find one. Maybe old Sebring, but uh, that's been a while back. But Talladega still offers free camping. I mean, there's all kinds the free concerts. Then come over to where y'all at, Corey. Y'all put on one heck of a show. You got a live band, uh, Corey. Also, I got Eric Doe on the line, and Eric, Eric's, you know, y'all guys, I love all the clubs in there that y'all all work together to make each other's little charity benefit go off successful. Uh, Eric said he was one of the stopping points on your poker run.
7: Yes, he is. We, uh,
3: Eric, Eric's family.
7: Uh, come from out that outfield and uh, I think Eric's going to um, I mean I, Eric knows he knows he's been in the infield long enough but staying in the infield when you wake up at when you wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning and then the cars are going around the track waking you up for practice and stuff like that that is that is so much that right there makes your hair stand on the back of your head when you know you had a rough night and all of a sudden you're waking up by this loud this train jet going on the uh, track so that, that's that's incredible uh, we don't want to hear them jet drives <laughs> <laughs> we don't like to talk about jet drive. <laughs> well, they yeah, wake they like you up
3: on the drive. first part. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I
6: can't agree more with Corey on that. You know, I mean, I am so looking forward to coming in the infield. And it, it, we're, we're, we're truly blessed and truly excited and just, you know, beyond thankful for all the friendships that we've made through Talladega. I mean, Rowdy, you know this. I met my wife at Talladega. She and I met at Talladega years ago, became great friends and now I'm married to my best friend that I met at Talladega. Talladega's more than more than a race to me. It's where family's made. I mean, you know, what I mean all the guys that I camp with, all the guys that I've met down there, these you know, everybody's more than just friends that I see once or twice a year. They're their family. They're people that I talk to on a regular basis. They're people that i work worked through problems with and just you know, what I mean it's more than a race. It's more than a camping trip. It's more than, you know, a weekend getaway. It's it's an experience that you don't understand until you live it.
3: And y'all guys understand this, but it's just like Eric and I become friends through Dega Nation. Then I meet Candy, and come to find out, uh, Corey, Candy's dad, I coached him as he come in from the feeder school going into the 10th grade. I was a senior and brought him in and, and coached him and come to find out it's it's Candy's dad. So it kind of reconnected how everything is all connected together. Eric, wasn't that crazy? It,
6: it, it is absolutely insane. And then, uh, Rowdy, just so you know, on Terry's going to be there. Terry's well, on the side. That we're going to the infield. He's coming too. He's not missing it for nothing.
3: Well, guys, hey, you know, uh, I appreciate, Corey, you coming on tonight. I know you're busy, my man. I'm looking forward to seeing you. I get to roll in there on Thursday and uh, looking forward to seeing you. Well, yeah, I still got a lot, a lot, lot to go.
7: Uh, we, we packing and moving things around as we speak, but, uh, yes, we don't move in. We, we leave the house here at, at 5 a.m. on Wednesday and we usually get there about one, two o'clock, um, kind of let the crowd move in and then we come in right behind them and, um, and then, it, you know, it's set-up time. It takes about uh, four to five hours for us to get up and going. And uh, we'll try our best to get everything done on uh, on Wednesday night. And then uh, we'll try to hit get together, you know, Wednesday night with uh, with Eric and uh, a few of the other people out there. And uh, Wednesday night is usually our our fun night. And then 'cause from from, from, from Thursday on we I don't actually get to leave the uh our compound. So, um but um I just wanna I wanna just thank thank you for uh getting us on and um I wanna tell you that um I uh, I appreciate it and uh, I hope to meet see you there and things like that and go go from there.
3: I apologize. We've
7: got so much things going on.
3: I, I understand, um, man. But, we appreciate you giving us the time, and looking forward to seeing you. And hey, we, if we're gonna crank up and do this again in October, so uh, it don't take long—six months from the No, you're right. It,
7: it comes really, really fast. And these last couple last couple of days has really come really, really fast. So can't wait to get <laughs> there. But it's, so, uh, we'll see you then.
3: We'll see all, right, see all
0: y'all.
3: All right, thanks, all right. Corey. Thank you.
0: The racing. Thanks, guys. The big one. The camping. Oh, it's bigger at Talladega. I get there, Eric. And with a doubleheader on Saturday, and the premiere of the next gen cars on Sunday, it's just gonna keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. NASCAR's biggest and baddest track is back. The Talladega NASCAR weekend, April 23rd through the 24th. Get your tickets now at TalladegaSuperspeedway.com. Get
3: them and come on. Be part of the infield happening. If you buy a Sunday ticket, Eric, correct me if I'm wrong, Sunday ticket gets you free camping in two different locations. It also gets you into the infield on Saturday night where you can go to Daga Nation and tip, boon, tip, bar, jar. And, Eric, you still toting the Daga party crew? I mean, is that yeah? We, still yeah, we, still banner?
6: Yeah, I mean, Daga. Yeah, oh, Dega Party Crew is still alive and well. You know, I mean, just because some of us decide to go to the infield, some of us decide to stay out and, out in North well, Park in our old stomping grounds. You know, they—I mean—we're all still Dega Party Crew. We're all still there to have a good time. About the only difference is, is, you know, there's a good portion of us going out, and there's still a good portion of us staying in the outfield, and with a good portion of us going to the infield as well. But I mean, you know, what so we the can do is, both. We're just not, we're yeah. not going to have the huge setup, but you can do you both. Got
3: right. You, that, you can go that right just,
6: back to it, the original site where the guys were at out there and enjoy yourself, hang out with Steven and Bryant and all them. You know, I mean, they're all still going to be out there doing the same thing, having one hell of a time.
2: Hey, and
3: listen, we'll I always, be, yeah, I always drift to both. You know, uh, Eric, you know how that goes. You know, uh, infield, outfield, we go. We're travelers.
0: Yeah, we travelers, we travel mean, to it, each it, other's It, it
6: at, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're infield, doesn't matter if you're outfield. At the end of the day, it's where you're just sleeping out for a little while. Right. And I've been known to sleep in the, I've been known to sleep in the infield while I was in the outfield. <laughs> you know,
2: <laughs> you,
6: you get out there and you have a good time, and you, you party a little bit too much, and well, I've I've been known to take a nap or two out there.
3: Well. Uh but, you know,
6: man, we're just, we're excited that it's race week. We're excited to be back. I'm,
2: man, I'm telling you, mate,
6: sitting and, I'm sitting up here in Hollis Crossroads right now fixing to help another buddy out that's on his way, Buster Ham, helping him out, getting the trailer moved up there. You know, we're just, we're ready to go. I'm, I'm My wonderful wife gets off of work at noon tomorrow, and we are on begging time, fixing to get ready to head out. Well,
2: where,
3: where? tell everybody where you're going to be located at.
6: The Daga Party Crew infield is going to be in Orange 165 through 170. We've got uh, six spots set up over there. We're going to set up everything into a big compound setup. We're not doing the crazy setup. We're not bringing the hole out. We're we're just going to have right. two canopies and a stereo going and just have a good time.
3: Go to have a good time. The, hey, and what about bringing back the the big one on the boulevard?
6: Well, I'm excited for it. You know, what I mean, it's been been gone for a while and you know, what I mean, the infield there's it the bad thing about camping in the infield is you don't have enough time to experience everything. No. I mean, you know, you get so consumed over at Degan Nation because they throw such a insane setup. You know, what I mean the guys
4: at Dagan Nation...
6: Everything that we've ever done on our big setup out at North Park, they put to shame. It is unreal the effort that Corey and all them put in to what what they've turned nation into. Um, so, I mean, you get so tied up and so consumed trying to enjoy that and soak it all in and understand what they do and why they do it, that next thing you know, you've you spent a half a day over there and don't even know where the day went. Then you move on down the boulevard, and you got a party at every single campsite going down through there. And about halfway down, you get to our good friends at Tip Jar Bar with Eric Garrett and the Boom, and uh, Show Me Dugger guys are going to be right next door. So you yeah. wind up over there, you get bombarded with people you know, bombarded by the mass of the crowd, and just soaking it all in and really enjoying it, and I mean, I love to go over there and just sit and people watch, because you see so many characters, and you meet so many people, and you know, I mean, before you know it, it's two o'clock in the morning, and you're like, hell, I didn't even lunch today. Where did the day go? So, that that's the only bad thing about the infield, is there's just, there's so much to do and so much to see that you miss so much, because you're so consumed in it, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I can't tell you how excited I am to actually be camping on the infield this time to really experience all of it. And, you know, what's wild to me is everybody keeps telling me, you have this tradition, and it's called rookie striping, where you get caution tape strung over you when it's your first time. And apparently I'm being rookie striped, even though I am a – Eighteen-year
2: veteran <laughs> of
3: Fallujah,
6: because that. I'm moving to the infield. So, you know, you, you're going to see funny things like that. So, if anybody sees me running around with caution tape running across me, well, you know, just know I'm 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 an infield virgin. I'm going to take my rookie strap with pride and move along.
3: You took a spanking from Boone's. What take on no? No,
2: because
3: he's gonna give you a spanking.
2: No, so, so he's he, yeah.
6: <laughs> I already expect that. But I mean it's just you know I've been doing this for so many years and I've been part of the big show and part of the big event and just I'm 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 looking forward to scaling back and I'm looking forward to enjoying the time with my wife and enjoying the time with my family that I've built in Talladega and just soaking it all in. You know, it's just there's nothing like a Talladega race weekend.
8: Eric, you got Kyle here.
1: Uh, My one question for you is, how did you get started in racing?
6: So, I graduated high school from Jacksonville High School in Jacksonville, Alabama,
8: which is,
6: I can be at the track from Jacksonville in about 35 minutes, so I grew up local to the track, and in high school, you know, I was always interested in racing, but I never, never went to a race, really didn't watch it a whole lot, but, um, time grew on and, you know, you get into college and you meet new friends and you start partying more and I made some friends that went to Jack State that they told me about, hey, we're going to Talladega this weekend, you want to go? And I said, well, I I mean, it's a race, so yeah, what time's the race on Sunday? And they're like, oh no, we're going to party. I said, oh yeah, we can do that, so, uh. I loaded up and went down uh, Friday evening and pulled into that campground, and it was October of 2006. I'll never forget that, the October race of 2006. And I pulled into the campground, and I spent the next two full days there and went to my first race. And about five minutes into being the campground, I was 110% hooked. Being a local boy and have never gone before and then finally went down there and you, you go in and you got the atmosphere, you got the campfires, you got, you know, all the party going on, you got the, the setups, you just, it, it, it's mesmerizing and it, it, it just stuck with me. Well, so that's, you, that's it, truly what really got me into racing. And then from then I've, I've ventured out, you know, I've done Atlanta several times. I've done, uh, Talladega every year, um, up until the COVID era, I missed one race since two thousand and six. I couldn't get off of work, and then of course we missed three back to back, to back on uh, with COVID. But that's that's a whole other story, and I don't I don't count missing those because they restricted us from going.
2: Yeah, so it wasn't that I, I,
6: just... I couldn't go; it's they wouldn't allow me to go.
3: Yeah, I didn't I didn't count it either. Uh, I mean, you just can't. It's, it's, it's just it just I, yeah, didn't I, happen just I, I just
6: counted know? I just kind that as one long intermission,
3: hey, Eric, where but, can they keep you know, up? I mean, Tell everybody where they can keep up with you in a um, so, yeah, I mean, you can keep up keep up with us on
6: Facebook. We still have the Dega Party crew page um it hasn't been as active. We've actually created a new Facebook group that's just called Taliban Caled- the Taliban daga originals um just trying something different, trying something new. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's a place for all of us race fans to cut up and hang out and have a good time. And, uh, you know, we're we're being a little bit more active on that one. Um, but, you know, I mean, come by and see us at Orange. You can definitely see us at our campground at Orange at 165 through 170. You can still see us out at North Park at the original spot. Um <clears throat> definitely see us over hanging out at the tip jar and definitely seeing us hanging out at the Deggan Nation and wherever else the NFL takes us.
3: Eric, looking forward to seeing you this weekend, my friend, hanging out with you, Candy and Terry and the rest of the crew. Hey, I always appreciate you calling in. You know, that's
6: Hey, it it is always a pleasure to be on the Rowdy Show, man. It's it's something that I look forward to every week when you, I I was beginning to wonder if you were going to message me about it.
3: No, hey, I, I really, we're gonna have to have an, another show. I've got several other people I've got to get on before Friday, so we're we're gonna probably we, we always do a Monday and Thursday, but we may do a Wednesday night show just so we can catch some of these drive. Thursday's gonna be pretty hard on some of the drivers because they're trying to get to the right track on Friday. So yeah. Anyway, Eric, man. Thanks a lot, and looking forward to seeing you at the biggest party on the circuit, man, NASCAR. That'll super hey, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, brother. We're going to ease on down the road, get one of these
6: trailers moved up there at the track, and then I'm going to go home and get me a good night's rest and get ready for finishing loading up and head out more. All right. Thanks a lot, sir. All hey, right, thanks, Rowdy. Y'all take care, and we'll see you soon, buddy.
0: All right, man. The Racing. The big one, the camping, it's all just bigger at Talladega. And with a double header on Saturday and the premiere of the next-gen cars on Sunday, it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. NASCAR's biggest and baddest track is back, the Talladega NASCAR Weekend, April 23rd through the 24th. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com. All right, Kyle, four guests
3: within two hours, and we get to listen to Kyle Bush in the uh, deadline room after the, the post-race show. It's
1: been a busy night, Roddy, and uh, glad everybody can make it tonight, and uh looks like uh, we'll be working on some more guests for our upcoming shows.
3: How they, they're going to be easy, because uh, it's a big weekend, and We still got a lot of ground to cover but kyle uh i've got the the post race of kyle bush and we're going to listen to that and uh we'll close this thing out after that okay sounds
8: good okay we are now joined by tonight's race winner driver of the number 18 joe gibbs racing toyota and that is kyle bush Uh, Kyle, maybe just open up, uh, oh, and uh, co-owner of Joe Gibbs Racing, Coy Gibbs. Um, Start with you, Kyle. Uh, Maybe just take us through what you saw in that last turn uh, that eventually led to victory.
9: Yeah, I mean, it kind of stems back, I think, the last 10 laps or so. Um, You know, Hirschman just coming over the radio and telling me, you know, hey, keep in it, stay in it, keep in position, even though the guys behind us, they were falling off of us, um, you know, and getting further away. But, the guys in front of me, they were running hard, racing for the win, obviously. And, uh, my car would just not refire after the rain delays for whatever reason. It took about 20 laps to get going, but those last few laps, I feel like we kind of maintained with them and at least kept them in our, win- in our windshield in case something did happen, and uh, there you have it. Um, you know, the final corner there um, was chaos ensued, I guess, and then we were able to uh, make it through and steal a win back into one. So, um, you know, it feels good to... Get one here in this next gen race car. Feels good to win on dirt. Um, a lot of caveats.
8: And Coy, for you, um, maybe take us through your emotions. Probably thinking that um, you're going to finish third, and then in a the blink of an eye, win the race.
2: He yeah. wanted to sit behind it,
10: by the way. <laughs> I did that on purpose. He did that on purpose. Uh, no, I think with four to go, he had like 2.4 second gap. So I honestly was walking hope, home. I was hoping for a caution. Um, and then, you know, chaos happened, and we ended up with a win. So I think it's just a testament to Kyle. He fights every lap. He always has. Whether the car's good bad, it, it doesn't matter. He's always
8: fighting for us. And it paid off tonight for sure. Okay, if you have a question for either of these gentlemen, raise your hand. We'll get your mic. Start here with Jordan. Jordan Bianchi,
3: Kyle,
5: uh, I don't know, four or five laps to go, whatever it was, your spotter came on the radio and said, you know, maintain third position. You know, you never know what's going to happen in front of you with the uh, the two, uh, Chase and Tyler. Um, in your head, were you thinking, like, this could happen at all, or did you kind of realize that, that, hey, that something could happen here, or we just kind of shrugged it off?
9: Yeah. Um, um, the most reminiscent of that that's happened, I guess, that I can recall was uh, – Logano and Denny Hamlin getting into it at California Speedway and me being able to zoom the top and, and get that win, you know. So uh reminded me a lot of that, um, you know, just being close enough to, to get uh, what I needed of uh, the corner there, the last corner through three and four. Just I ran it as I normally would um, and up top, you know, and got that run off the corner that was able to outdo Reddick to the line. So, um, you know, I, I guess I've been in that position once before. I, I can't recall
11: many more than that.
8: Go to Bob, and then Noah.
11: Bob Hawkers, Fox 4 Type 2. The first, um, during the red flag, and you thought you were the leader, I assume, and then you weren't the leader, were you ready to, like what was going through your head? Were you thinking, I'm going to have to protest this? What was going through your mind?
9: Um, yeah, no, I, I thought we were the leader. Um, I, I don't know how we would not have been the leader. Um, they opened pit road, people pitted, other people stayed out. That's a strategy call. Um, and that sets up everybody for the end of their race, right? Like, um, I, So I don't know how how you could not say that we were not the leader. There were eight others that stayed out with us. So I would bet they were right there with us on that call.
11: And, I mean... From your comments earlier last week you're not the biggest fan of racing cup on dirt i'm curious did this was this any better or any worse than what you thought it was going to be um a lot
9: a lot a lot of different variables here but for this answer but um the biggest one is they did a better job of the track this year for sure um god helped us out a lot tonight with watering it periodically uh so that was really good. Uh, we didn't even have to rely on the r- water truck driver. Um, but you know the biggest thing that hinders me from enjoying this is just the application, you know. We're we're trying to do something that isn't applicable in my opinion. I mean the first 10 laps of the race, everybody's shooting mud off and um you know, we're covering everybody's grills, our our windshields are covered just with the dirt going off the windshield and stuff like that and you know those guys talk about the windshields and stuff like that if we we get rid of the windshields we can have tear offs and stuff, and yeah, that's fine, but um the cars are thirty five hundred pounds, and you saw what it's like on the last corner of the last lap to drive around here every single lap I mean you are on edge, you are on your toes, you are just trying not to crash every single lap where when you're in a dirt car um you know i've I've now run micros, I've run dirt late models i've I've been in a few different type, types of vehicles on dirt. And when there's grip, you're, it's grip. It's grip and rip. You know, you are driving the heck out of that thing. It makes you, makes you breathe hard. Um, this thing here, you are just not breathing because you're so tensed up of not crashing. So um, it's just the application. But if it was a good show, it's a good show. Um, I think Bristol's fine with or without. I've won on them all, so I think I have the best say. No, nothing. No bites. Must be late.
8: We've got a Noah upstairs and then back down to Alex. No, Lewis, Tsj Sports. Um, yeah, Tricket. just to, to
9: piggyback off of, of Bob's question there. You know, you did even quote Richard Petty and say uh, that it takes the sport backwards and to cut the cord. I mean, is, after tonight's race and the changes, uh, do you still feel like it kind of takes the sport backwards in a way? Um, there were there were some bright spots for sure um, to the to the night to this race. Um, I don't know if the good outweighed the bad. I mean, it, it. I don't know. I feel like our races are always long enough already. We did have a couple rain delays, which honestly actually watered the track. So that's what you would get if you did it properly. You would get <laughs> watering the racetrack delays to keep the track right. Um, and that's just breaking up the action. So, you know, I, I don't know that the fans necessarily uh, enjoyed those breaks in the action. I, our races are always typically go, 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 go through the end. Um, So again, like you know, you go to all these dirt shows. Biggest, the biggest dirt race races in the country are 50 laps. You know, there's one, the World 100, I guess, but all the rest of them are 50 laps, and there's a reason for that.
8: Go upstairs to the press box. Uh,
12: Jennifer, Associated Press. Hey, Kyle, you you tied Richard Petty tonight for the NASCAR record of uh, one, at least one win a season in 18 years, 18 consecutive years. Um, how does that feel?
9: Great, Um, elaborate on that. Okay, Uh, I mean, to me, it's a long time—18 years. Um, The biggest thing to me is just having that opportunity and being thankful for my chances with Joe Gibbs Racing, Um, Joe Coy, everybody at M&Ms and Interstate Batteries having my back over this long a time and keeping me in the seat. Um, You know, but lot of different people to work with a um, lot of different cars we've gone through a um, lot of things that we've done and, and and have won races in in those years but um, you know with how strugglesome I feel like our year has been this year you know we did we deserve this one yeah I mean we ran up front all night we were in contention that was great um, so I'll, I'll take that but um, we've got a lot of work to do to win more races and be in contention each and every week and i i say all this because yes the 18 is important but i feel like i'm in the prime of my career and i would love to be running up front and dominating races and winning races and contending for championships and that's our ultimate goal
8: we have another one upstairs
12: for, i do i have one for kyle and one for coy um Kyle, the other thing is uh, when Alex Bowman won in Vegas, you were kind of upset he backed into it. You did use the word when you first got into the media center that you backed into this one. Um, Is there a difference in who backs into it and when and how?
9: I think you take them how you get them. Um, You know, I feel like we uh, ran up front all night long. I actually passed Kyle Larson. Write that down. Um... You know, I ripped the lip, <laughs> as they say, uh, a few times there on restarts in order to get some spots and stuff like that to get us in better positions and to be in contention to be up where we needed to be. So, um, you know, yeah, the one of I think the fastest car tonight was actually the 14 car. I think we were faster than the 8 car once we got a few cycles on our tires and some heat in our tires. Uh, we could not come back after rain delays very well, and so the 8 drove away from me. I, I couldn't contend there, but the last restart before that, before that second rain delay happened, I was on his bumper. Like he was in my way, you know, like I just trying to figure out a way to get by him without doing exactly what Briscoe did and just crash trying. So, um, you know, again, that kind of goes back to the show. Like when we're all in a line and we're ripping the lip and the right rear tires in the moisture and somebody tries to go low and there's no groove down low and there's no pass, like we don't have the right application. Uh, you know like other forms can do slide jobs and whatnot and you're just you try to throw it off in there faster than you think you can and you're going to crash you're going to spin so point proven last lap check it out
12: thank you and and, and Kauai, i apologize if you have addressed this i have not heard you um Ty has had two very eventful back-to-back weeks, particularly last week when he physically uh, scuffled. I'm wondering what sort of conversations you may or may not have had with him.
10: <laughs> yeah, Dad. Why well, you're, you're you're ruining a good night? Do <laughs> you feel bad about that? <laughs> no. I mean, look, that's my son, so I have his back 24/7, 365 days a year. So that's our conversations are private. Um, we're a pretty tough family. We raise our children tough, and uh, you know, I'm I'm proud of him as a human, and I think he's talented driving a car. So that's what you got.
2: I think we
8: had another one in the press box.
6: Yeah, Mike Hembry Auto Week. Kyle, when the two guys got together and they both spun. Uh, how aware of you was wh- of what was happening then? Did you see Reddick come back on the track? Did you think the finish might be close with him or closer with him?
9: Uh, yeah, I mean, I was going into three as uh, as the 14 dove low and was sliding, and I saw the right rear of the 14 make contact with the left rear of the eight, and then I lost visual, um, you know, through, like, I was getting in the corner, so, like, they were into my window net or on my left front A post, so I, I couldn't see them. At that point, um, so, you know, Tony was just talking to me on the radio that they were sideways, they were spinning, they were going to the bottom of the track, you know, just keep going, keep your foot in it, drive, 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 and uh, he was just kind of telling me, but as soon as I come up, about the middle of turn four, I saw the eight down low at the bottom, and I just matted it for everything it had and just drove it off the top and was hoping that I could get there in the nick of time, so, um, you know, wasn't by much, but it was just enough.
8: Come back down here to Alex.
9: Thank you. Alexandra with the
10: Charlotte Observer. Kyle, you alluded to this a little bit already, but I'm hoping you can elaborate on just how you feel like this season has gone for you and and what this latest win kind of says about it.
9: Um, I don't think the win here tonight really says anything about our season. Um, You know, we all have had some vocal meetings this year um, with some struggles and things like that. So um, I would say, realistically, we've had a shot take out the two speedway races, Atlanta and Daytona. There's seven others. I'd say realistically, we've had a shot to win two of those, uh, Vegas and Richmond. Uh, all the rest of them have literally been 15th to 20th places. And we are just scrounging to get whatever we can get out of those days. And a couple of them, we, we messed up on, threw them away. Like I was running third on the last lap or going for third at, um, at Coda and ended up spinning out. So that, that was a bad day. We, we've just had some bad luck, but um, you know, maybe Fontana we were faster than we uh than we anticipate than we thought, but it's just not been our typical Joe Gibbs racing and Toyota
11: having speed every week Good Bob uh bob Packers, fox sports uh koi I don't know whether Kyle having sixty wins versus fifty nine wins means. A ton when talking to sponsors, but you do need to still find sponsorship for them for next year does so does a win in making the playoffs mean anything as far as that sponsor search and have you made any progress on it recently?
10: yeah, so i don 't deal with the sponsorship stuff directly. I kind of sick on the competition side, but we've we've got a couple of people we're talking to, so we're excited about that, excited about the leads. I think anytime you win it helps um, I honestly. I think it helps. I, I remember that one year where you knocked Martin out of the playoffs, and you got your win. <laughs> you were you were so excited. I was excited for you. Um, <laughs> not excited for Martin, but I was excited for Kyle at that time. So I know that that means a lot to him. Um, so I'm I'm more excited for him.
9: Oh no! I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, so Texas. Yeah,
10: we you were we were struggling all year.
9: Yeah, and Martin finished second. Yeah.
10: yeah. So I, you know, I think it helps. It doesn't
1: hurt for sure over here
11: Trey Lyle Virginia Talk Radio Network this question is for both of you uh
9: Joe Gibbs winning two of the last three races with Denny winning in Richmond does it feel like you're you're turning a corner when it comes to this car or is it just kind of you know two great tracks for you know Denny and you we got lucky um no, like Denny was on the right side of strategy, honestly. I think he was a third-place car uh, at Richmond, and they made it work. Um, we were right there with him. So I had a very good view of how good his car was. And then, um, you know, tonight, just being in the right position at the right time. So um, I wouldn't say that these two wins are, in, are indicative of how good we are. We're fortunate to have gotten these wins to be in the playoffs, and uh, we'll – but, we, we, again, we still got to better all of our programs and, uh, and be stronger as a unit.
8: Any further questions?
0: The racing, the big one, the camping, it's all just bigger at Talladega. And with a doubleheader on Saturday and the premiere of the Next Gen Cars on Sunday, it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. NASCAR's biggest and baddest track is back. The Talladega NASCAR Weekend, April 23rd through the 24th. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com.
3: Well, Kyle, everything that Kyle and the rest of the teams have learned on the short tracks and on the dirt, they got to throw it away because now they're moving back over to Talladega to the Superspeedway.
1: They really only have Daytona to base off of for Talladega with the new car, so, uh, yeah, interested to see how it's going to go, you know, there's no practice this week, just qualifying in the race, so uh, I'm really interested to see how this new car is going to pan out at Talladega, Um, I know we talked about it on previous shows, the closing rate of the cars um, is incredible, and, uh, you know, I I don't know how Sunday's race is going to go, but hopefully it's a... Hopefully they can keep their emotions in check, and uh, hopefully we'll see a good race come Sunday.
3: Well, Kyle, uh, the next-gen car rolling into Talladega. Uh, I, I'm I'm really, I'm excited about it. I'm like Corey, man. I'm, you know, we've been held back, been held back. We got this big thing going on with NASCAR, with the new car. Uh, people's been boarded up in homes. You know, you've got cabin fever. You've got snow. I mean, people. You think is going to escape from Pocono or Pennsylvania to go south to Talladega? Because I see a lot of people from uh, Pennsylvania, Kyle. I, I'll look at the tags. I'll spend more time taking pictures of PA tags and trying to watch the race.
1: I think it's important um, to see what you know what, what's up. You know, I know a lot of people I've talked to have been to Talladega, like yourself. Uh,
5: you know, the experience
1: is was no, was like no other. Um, I've not been able to make it to Talladega yet, but um, Rowdy, I think what I'm curious to see if I ever do get down there is the Talladega short track uh, to see Red Farmer race if he is racing. And I uh, know he did win a race as an owner this year. And 90 years young, you know, that that, that man does not quit, you know. Uh, been through COVID and everything, and he's still kicking.
3: Yeah he, he is, Kyle, and uh Saturday night I'm sure Red's going if he's able, he's gonna get in the car and, and try to be competitive at ninety. Ninety years old. Well, Kyle, what you got to close us out tonight?
1: Rowdy, uh just wanna say uh thank you again to Ben Stoltz and Bloomsburg Fair Raceway for their for letting us cover their track this year. Um good to get out. An opening night, to uh, see the USAC East Coast Sprint Cars and the United Racing Club Sprints uh, on the bill for the night. Um, Pretty good races. Um, Saw uh, saw some of our, had our one-guest win. Briggs Danner, he won the second 15-lap feature. And uh, Mark Smith getting the win in the URC race and Alex Bright taking the first of the two 15-lap features for the USAC East Coast Sprint Cars. Uh, just good to be back at the racetrack again at um, Port Royal on March 20th for the Short Track Super Series and the 410 Sprints. So uh, definitely good to get back to Bloomsburg last Thursday. Uh, a lot of content up on the Rowdy Maglite site, so uh, rowdymaglite.com. Uh, make sure you check us out. Uh, check the Facebook page, Rowdy Maglite Racing Media. We're always always posting stuff on there, so keep your eye out for that. Uh, busy week coming up for the 410 Sprints. Uh, Bridgeport, the Invasion of the Posse, 410 sprint car event. Wednesday night, 7,500 to win. Christopher Bell's going to be in attendance running for Swindell Speed Lab, so you're going to want to check that out. Thursday night, we start with the All-Star Circuit of Champions at at Bloomsburg Fair Raceway, their inaugural visit to the 3-8th mile facility. Got to get there early if you're going. If you're going to Bloomsburg Thursday night, make sure you get there early. Um, I expect it to be extremely busy uh, Friday night, the uh, the All-Stars then go to Williams Grove Speedway for an, a race. And Saturday, we got the Keith, Keith Kaufman race, 10000 to win at Port Royal Speedway. And then it all ends on Sunday night with the Ray Tilly Classic for the 410 sprints uh, at Sealand's Grove. $5,088 to win. Uh, Brent Marks is the defending winner of that race. And Brent Marks will be back in Pennsylvania after uh, being in the Midwest. And down south with the World of Outlaws, he will be back in town, in the area, to run all these races. So uh, he's going to have a busy week. A lot of these guys are running every single night this week, uh, those five straight nights. And uh, really looking forward to it. Like I said, hopefully Mahoning will get in this week. Uh, Hopefully they'll uh, they'll get their season going and started. And uh, just a lot going on, Rowdy, and I hope to be there for most of it.
3: Well, Kyle, uh, my closing, hopefully... You know. I'll be rolling in Thursday morning for the uh Talladega super speedway Geico five hundred weekend. Uh Kyle wanna thank everybody at Talladega for what they do. Uh if you're staying in free camp and man spend that extra money and go over Big Bill's garage and experience that. You'll Sunday would probably be the best day and uh experience that. It puts you in the victory lane. You know, good way to invest your money. If, if you've never been in there, Kyle, it is, you, you've seen the YouTube. I, on my YouTube channel, I've got the where I walk through and show to everybody the prices of the food. At, it's absolutely affordable. And uh, not everywhere you get to sit inside or walk outside and get experience. It's as it's, it's close to a hot pass, Kyle, as you can get without being a hot pass. And it's a great place to be, uh, Talladega Short Track. I'm going to try to get over there, Kyle. They got a, a big thing going on Friday, Saturday night at the uh, Hornets Nest, and uh, it's you know it's NASCAR weekend, which brings a a lot of people over there. So go check them out. I think they got the wing that is featuring the super late models and the uh, the US I guess that's the sprint cars are going to be there. So. A lot of good racing. Hey, it's going to be action-packed. They won't let up, Kyle. They usually don't let close that track down till about 1.30 in the morning. They race so many features. I mean, it's just, it's it's always a big event to, during the race race weekend. But, Kyle, hey, man, we're going to get out of here. Don't know when we're going to be back. I know we'll be back Thursday night, but we might slide in there and try to get something for Tuesday or Wednesday night. We, we just got a, s- several more drivers we need to get on for Talladega weekend.
1: Sounds good, Roddy.
3: All right, Kyle, man. Everybody on the boulevard, in the infield, on the outside of the track, look for that light. Thanks, Roddy. Thank you, Kyle. Appreciate it, man. Happy birthday,
2: Bart.